we've put together a brand new sample of RAR Premium. So if you've been on the fence about joining us inside RAR Premium, you can get a free sample now to see if it's a good fit for your family. To get that free sample, go to readaloudrevival.com slash sample or just text the word RAR sample like it's all squished together in one word. <laughs> RAR sample to the number 33777. Okay, here's the show. Hello, Sarah McKenzie here, and this is The Read Aloud Revival, the show that helps your kids fall in love with books and helps you fall in love with homeschooling. I was not planning on publishing a podcast episode today, (laughs) but last week we did a special event on Zoom. Every quarter, we share our upcoming season's plans at RAR Premium. So RAR Premium, Read Aloud Revival Premium, is our online community and program for homeschooling families. And every quarter, we have a different topic in our Coaching with Sarah program. And um, we have different book clubs, mama book clubs, family book clubs. We have writers on writing workshops where published authors help our kids become great writers. And then, like I said, we have a different topic for our Coaching with Sarah program. That's um, that's for homeschooling parents. And it's basically my teaching, ongoing teaching from rest training is what you can kind of think of it as, where I'm leading us through conversations and ideas to help us all teach from rest. Anyway, we do all of this with new titles and new topics every quarter. So we do this thing called a premium preview every quarter where we share with the RAR premium members what's coming next that they get to look forward to. And we also give away a bunch of books and it's a lot of fun. And when I say we, it's me and two of our team members, Kara Anderson, who's our managing editor and Courtney Garrison, who's our community director. It's the three of us on Zoom getting super excited as we reveal what's coming next. This time, though, we decided to open up the preview to everyone. So we had a huge turnout. The chat box was just rolling the whole time. It was so much fun. And we decided to do that because if you've been thinking about or considering RAR Premium, we thought, well, this is a good way for you to see what's coming next and to find out what we actually do in here. And you can get something of a sneak peek into what RAR Premium culture is like because there's nothing quite like it. Anyway, we had such a good time. I thought, do you know what? We should put the audio up on the podcast so that you can listen to the preview yourself, find out what's coming next to RER Premium um, as you go about your summertime business. So whether you're weeding in the yard or you're going for a walk or you're running around in the car, you can listen and get excited too. So here's the deal. This episode is the audio from that Zoom event we did last week, that preview. It was a live Zoom event. And if you want to watch it so you can see everything that's happening on the screen, I was using slides to hold, and we were holding up books and sharing some things on the screen. It's not essential. You can just listen and you'll get everything. But if you wanted to watch it, you can watch it. We also put the video replay up. And so that can be found at readaloudrevival.com slash preview. You can watch the replay there. You'll also see a list of all the books we mentioned, which you're probably going to want to get because they're all super fabulous. If a book was chosen for RER Premium, we think it's pretty special. So those are really good ones to own, by the way. Anyway, readaloudrevival.com slash preview is where you get all the goods. And um, okay, without further ado, here's the replay from our fall 2022 RER Premium Preview. 
let's introduce ourselves and we'll tell you who we are and about our families and a little bit about what we do here at Read Aloud Revival. I'm Courtney Garrison. I'm the community director here at Read Aloud Revival. Um, I have been working at Read Aloud Revival since 2015 which kind of seems like a chunk of time at this juncture. And before that, maybe like you, I was a devoted blog reader of Sarah's blog. So um, I feel like Sarah has been a part of all of our homeschooling for for a big, long time. And that's been a a really um, good thing. I've got three kids. They're going into 10th grade, 8th grade, and 5th grade. So it's fun times here. Everything is. You've got like the whole like tenth grade, high school, eighth grade, middle school, fifth grade, elementary school. You're like doing all the school, all, all the schools. Stuff. I check all the boxes when they say, "What grades do you teach?" Everything, all. <laughs> Not preschool. <laughs> we don't have preschool. We don't have newborns. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Okay, and then Kara and I see about four thousand comments in the chat about how adorable your hair is. Which I know. Every time we have Thank a team you. meeting, we get on, and Courtney and I are like, "Kara, your hair is still so cute." <laughs> Thank you. You guys, like, I seriously don't know what to do. Cause I just think it cut off a bunch of it. So I just, am like, okay. So thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, very much. I appreciate that <laughs> warm response. Um, so I'm Kara. I am managing editor for read aloud revival and waxwing books, which you've probably been hearing more about lately. Um, so currently one of the big things I'm working on here is getting things ready for the launch of Sarah's picture book, a little more beautiful, which mm-hmm. is a lot amazing, gorgeous. <laughs> it's oh, true. You're just all going to love it. Um, and so that's one of the big things I'm working on right now. But then there's also lots of behind the scenes things for Read Love Revival that um, we all do. And it's just, it's a super fun, super exciting time. So we're going to have some big energy tonight, I think. With- <laughs> it's been kind of a big energy week, I think. Yeah, it's 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 fun. We've got a lot going on. Just thinking, um, if we have time at the end, we'll see if we have time at the end. I have some big original art from Breezy from for the book here. In- oh, wow. Right now. I was like, I wish I could hold it up. I don't have a I book know. to hold up yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't either. <laughs> Not yet, but I have some of the original art. So at the end, I'll, I'll see if I can go grab some really quick. Oh, wonderful. It's just in the next room. Yeah. Oh, I hope yeah. So. yeah. I think we have to make time. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. And I am in Illinois and I have been married for 20 years and I have two kids, one who starts college one month from tomorrow. Root, root, so root, root. that's very takes a deep breath. Yes. <laughs> and then one who started driver's ed this week. So it's like exciting time with work, exciting time with life. Like I'm sort of floating out of my chair all the time. So it's good. And I'm Sarah McKenzie and I'm the founder and host here at Reload Revival. Um, I, my husband, Andrew, and I have been married for 21 years. We have six kids. Our oldest is 20. She was just on one of the most recent episodes of the podcast. If you got a chance to hear her talking about her, uh, what she, what was most useful to her in her homeschool, uh, life for college. She just finished her sophomore year at Franciscan university, um, of Steubenville studying English. And then our second is just graduated. She's heading off in September to SCAD Savannah college of art and design study illustration. So (laughs) I'm starting to be accused of trying to raise an entire publishing company. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, (laughs) it just happens. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, and then we have a, I have another 
high schooler. He is, he'll be 17 very soon here. He'll be, he's a rising senior, a 10 year old. And then the twins, Emerson and Beckett will be nine on Monday, which is crazy. Yes. Yes. So yeah, there was like homeschooling years where we had a 12, 10, eight, one year old and twin newborns. And now we're like, when I say the youngest ones are nine, I'm like, I didn't think we'd see this day. <laughs> I didn't think we'd take it here. Um, anyway, and read a lot of revival premium. This is like my favorite place online. This is probably one of my very favorite nights is the night we talk about what we're doing. Cause we have so much fun putting together our plan for the next season. Yeah. So when we finally get to spill the beans, I get pretty excited. <laughs> I, know. I, I like things start kind of leaking out and, or like, you know, getting little hints and I have to just be like, "Mm, mm, mm, can't talk talk about this. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not quite as good at sitting on my hands. (laughs) You do it though. I mean, it's great. If you do it, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You're the boss. You can do it. (laughs) Now are like, yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So right here at the top, before we start telling you what's coming, um, one thing I like to remind members of every season is that premium RER premium is a feast. It is not a to-do list. So imagine it's like a menu. If you went to a restaurant and they gave you the menu and you're like, I have to do, I have to eat everything on this menu. It would take all of the pleasure out of the feast. Right. And so, um, when you see what we're doing, it's going to feel like a lot because we're laying a feast since our families have, some families have wide span of ages. Some of us have all teens. Some of us have all littles and there's just things that will feed you and your family, depending on where you are and what season you're in and like how much energy or attention and time you have for this kind of thing right now, it all shifts and changes from season to season. That's all good and normal. So, um, it is a recipe for overwhelm to see what we're going to show you as a to-do list. So I just like to remind you it's a feast. This is a menu. (laughs) Um, very true. Yeah. 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 And it, it breaks down that some things are for the whole family. Most of our family book clubs go for all ages, which is great. Something you can all do together. Um, other things are more age specific, like our wow writers on writing workshops, which are amazing taught by published writers. So yeah. extra special. And then some of the things are just for you. Um, our coaching with Sarah, And we have an event after coaching with Sarah, where we follow up on how the initial topic was covered and we answer questions and we troubleshoot. And it's really helpful to get input from the whole community about different things, because usually if you're experiencing something, other people are too, or they have in the past. And then we have our mama book club, which is just always so much fun because we realize that by reading ourselves, it has a big impact. Yeah. 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 Today I was thinking about that phrase. Um, when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't know that I like the phrase very much. I mean, it seems like there's a little bit of a threat in, in there, you know. It's not always a bad threat. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking the inverse, I think, is true. When I am engaged and learning and growing that sets the stage and may, and like brings the inspiration for my kids to be engaged yeah. and learning. And that's what I experience here with those mama resources is that chance for me to sort of get grounded in learning and experiencing things and growing as, as a homeschooler, as a mom, as a woman of God. Yeah. 
Yeah. That, that when we just asked members recently, um, we asked you all, you know, what are your, were your, what are your favorite things so far? What have been the most valuable? And what we saw repeatedly was sort of that, like, we call it the trickle down effect, right? Like that yeah. idea of we, like if mama is fed and nourished and content and kind of clear on her priorities and then it just benefits everybody around them. So around her. So to that end, I feel like that is one of the things that we have a hard time. I should, I'll just speak for myself. One of the things that I have a hard time with sometimes is doing stuff that feels like it's a, a splurge or a fun thing for me, because I think like, you know, there's a lot, uh, there's a lot needs to go around, you know, right. but that's one of the benefits of, you know, whether it's our coaching sessions or the mama book club, mama book club, just somebody at um, California great homeschool conventions last week told me that for the first time since she was like 12 years old, she's fallen back in love with reading because of the mama book club. And I was oh, wow. like, that's such a win. Yeah. Yeah. Such totally. a win. yeah. We, I mean, we know that a, a peaceful, contented mama is like the best gift you can give your homeschool. So I think is when we're talking about all the ways that you can be fed over the next few months by what we've got going on. That's, that's really where the good stuff is at. So, okay. So before we get in to the stuff, cause you're like, okay, tell us what's coming. Right. Um, if you're not a member yet, first of all, welcome to our premium night. It's really fun to have you here. And if you like what you hear tonight, the place to go to join is rarpremium.com. Let's, let's start talking. Let's start talking about what we're doing next. All right. Yeah. What's coming next? Oh, and oh, by the way, too, I almost forgot. Yeah. Um, we will be sending out a printable calendar tonight right after we're done here. And all the events will be added to our online calendar in RAR Premium within the next week. So tonight, check your email and you will have... Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I'm going to modify that just a, just a little bit because if you are a current member, you will get the calendar right when we're done here tonight. If you are not yet a member, you will get your calendar early next week because I'll just send it to you with the replay and everything. We'll get the replay up next week. Oh, perfect. Okay. But you'll get to see everything. We're going to put it all up on the screen for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be giving away books throughout the night and you don't have to do anything. You're already entered into the random drawing. Um, And when Sarah sets up that replay for members, I will post it in the forum as well. And so if you're a member, we'll have another round of giveaways so that we spread the book love around. We don't have fun with those at all, yes. those book yep. giveaways. <laughs> so Sarah, can you tell us about the coaching program? Yes. Okay. So here's what we were, I just saw a few comments about this too. Uh-huh. We've called it Circle with Sarah in the past. So people will maybe calling it Circle with Sarah in the chat. I think we're going to be calling it Coaching with Sarah because it's just a little clearer on what we're doing because it's yeah. basically we're circling up to... Um, really figure out how to teach from rest and create a homeschooling life we love. So um, I think probably based on what members tell us, this may be generally members favorite, but once a month on the first Friday of the month, we gather on Zoom just like this and we tackle one piece of our homeschooling life. Um, Recently, we did one on teaching literature without a curriculum. So if you wanted to teach literature with a curriculum, uh, without a curriculum, we sort of broke down what that could look like. There's a guide to go with it. There's a book list to go with it. Um, we've done, let's see this spring. We also did furnishing the mind, which was all about like simple memorization in your home. We also do some things just like on getting really clear on what your goals are, yeah. um, nurturing your own reading life. We just kind of listen for what you tell us in the form you want. And, um, and that's what we cover in our next coaching session. And so, um, 
yeah, I'm trying to think with the, like for a teaching literature without a curriculum, for example, or all of them, they're all in RER premiums. You could watch them anytime, any of the previous ones that we've done too. So you can also just peek through there and go like, Ooh, that's something that I want to know right now. Like how to do Shakespeare with my kids yes. or how to get to the housework or whatever. I don't even think we have one on that. We no, probably no. should. I probably shouldn't teach that. We don't want to ask that, that question. <laughs> books. We do books. <laughs> housework is somewhere else. Somewhere else. Yeah. I'm not teaching that one. Yeah. <laughs> I almost just spilled the beans again because you were like, we're going to be getting really clear. You know, you can get really clear about your goals. And I'm like, oh yeah. And then coming up in August. No, I'm not doing it. We're, we'll get there. <laughs> but August, keep your ears open. Okay, so um, you mentioned in your teaching literature without a curriculum talk, Sarah, that usually the books that we are assigned in school are not the same ones that we stay up late, like reading under the covers with a flashlight, you know, the ones that make us like readers. So um, do you want to talk about how we sort of have the opportunity to approach that a little bit differently. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole, the whole basis for that coaching session is like, we know Jim in his book, read aloud um, handbook, Jim Trelease talks about how we know that four-year-olds love to be read to. They love books. That's just how the world works. If you sit down uh, with a picture book and you start reading it aloud, the four-year-olds will come. Yeah. And then by the time they're 14, um, the average high schooler reads an average of six minutes for pl- not the average high school. Let me say this differently. High schoolers read for an average of six minutes for pleasure a day, which means that like a couple of high schoolers read a ton and then everybody else reads hardly at all. And so we know something happens between four and 14, right? What is it? And so Jim says it's school. What are we doing? You know, what's going on here? Wow. But to me, it feels like as homeschoolers, we have this golden opportunity because we get to figure out what goes on in that section. Um, so how can we do school and do literature in a way that makes it so our kids love reading more when they're 14 rather than less? That's sort of the premise of that, that coaching session. Yeah. And along with the coaching session, we created a whole new set of book lists that are all keyed by age range. So there's books for the youngest learners and books for the middles and books for older kids um, so that you can sort of take the abstract ideas and then have some real concrete ways that this could work. You know, they're not, it's not, it's a recipe and you get to, you get to, you know, mix and match those ingredients to make the dish perfect for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about August now, um, Kara. <laughs> In August, we are going to continue with um, teaching literature without a curriculum, except we're going to do a co-working session. We've never done this before. We're going to take journal prompts that take the ideas from teaching literature without a curriculum, and we're going to see how they might apply across the curriculum. So that through like thinking through these ideas, thinking through these principles, by the end of the night, you're going to have some sort of like a, a roadmap for this next year. So I'm really excited about this because it feels like it could be sort of the, the sort of tool that you could use again and again. It's going to keep on being useful, I think. Yeah, it's like a, like a quick thing that you can hold in your head so that if you're yeah. looking at a curriculum or you're at, at church or at a homeschool group and someone goes, oh my gosh, you have to look at this curriculum, you can look at it and run it through a quick test to decide if it's a good fit for you. Because if you're anything like me, anything shiny and new seems better than what we're doing right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that also, another fun thing about that is that when we do that co-working session, it's the first Friday in August. I said, I think I said these coaching sessions happen the first Friday of each month. And the three of us are actually going to be together in the same room 
that's very exciting for like the first time in several years. So years. we're very excited. Yeah. Yeah. We're just a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be okay. We have a couple days before that event to get all the giggling out and <laughs> excitement. <laughs> It's Most of it, it, not all. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. I mean, because <laughs> it just there might be a lot of laughing. I'm, I'm afraid. Yes, but we will we will get down to business. We will have yes. a plan. Haunted <laughs> my desk. Okay. Um. Then what? What comes after that in the coaching with Sarah program? Oh, okay. So fall. So what are we doing this fall? We're going to be really deep diving into teaching from rest. Oh, I forgot I had a slide for this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen so you guys can see. Can you see that? I think so. Hopefully. Yes. Looks great. Okay. So we are going to deep dive into teaching from rest at every stage. So one of the things I've heard, I don't know, I lost count of how many times this spring when I was like going to great homeschool conventions that people said, okay, but can you deep dive into teaching from rest in high school or in, so we're going to do that, that we're going to do that in the coaching program this fall. Um, each there's three months, each of the months, we're going to focus on one age or stage. So we'll have kindergarten to third grade, fourth grade to eighth grade, and then high school. And we'll just explore how teaching from, um, rest looks at that age and stage. (laughs) Yeah. Someone, um, Heather in the chat is asking who wrote teaching from rest. It sounds like a book she might need. (laughs) I did. (laughs) (laughs) You guys want to hear a funny story about this? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So not that long ago, like we have two giant doodles. One is almost a hundred pounds and the other one's 50 pounds and they're puppies. Both of them, they're neither of them are two yet. So they're very crazy. So we had a lady move in our neighborhood that lived kind of like around the corner. And she, uh, she got a puppy from the same litter and she really wanted them to meet. And so she came to our house and was standing outside. And my kids said, Oh, there's a lady out here with, with Nala is the other dog's name. Can you bring Tommy and Gilbert out to see, see her? And I'm like, okay. So I put their leashes on and I come out, but I told you they're like 150 pounds of dog. They are not very well behaved and they're very excitable around people. So they see Nala and all these people out in the cul-de-sac. My twins run out the door ahead of me and they start pulling and I get dragged down the hill, like somersaulting bottom over feet, (laughs) like a gazelle, I'm sure. Um, As I was like down the, 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 the hill to the bottom onto the pavement, I let go at this point, right? Dogs are running, twins are running. It's crazy. I'm now bleeding, but I'm trying not to act like it because I don't know this woman very well. So she's like, oh, are you okay? And I'm like, totally fine. I was not fine, not at all, right? Um, anyway, so we, I'm acting fine. So we start chatting. <laughs> she says, okay, I have been meaning to ask you because you homeschool, right? And I said, yes. She said, well, I heard that the lady who wrote Teaching from Rest lives in Spokane. And I was wondering if you knew her. And here I have twins running pell-mell, 150 pounds of dog running pell-mell. I'm bleeding, disheveled. And I'm like, what? I don't, I don't look like the kind of person who's not teaching from rest. Anyway, I did admit that that was me, actually. And this is not exactly what I meant by rest, but, you know. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I kind of was waiting. I kind of thought you might have said, oh, does she really? <laughs> I really like that book. <laughs> I really should have. I really, we, you know, Louise and I, Alcott, when we did a tour at Orchard House, the docent who was giving us a tour said that Louise and May Alcott didn't like the like, reporters or the press or the media uh-huh. or anything. And so when they'd come to the house and they'd ask for her, she would like act like she was the house, like the maid or whatever, and be like, oh, she's not here. <laughs> I love it. I should have done. I should have been like, I, you know what? I've heard that too. I just don't know. (laughs) So I, I mean, I think the all fall long as we do coaching sessions, teaching from rest is going to be just a really strong anchor for us, but we decided to also do it for our mama book club. So this is going to be our mama book club pick. So we will read it and do journaling through it and talk about it in the forum And then we will also be um, talking about it at Coaching with Sarah sessions. So it's going to be this really rich time to not just sort of read the book and move on, you know, be encouraged today and tomorrow, but kind of be in the same place, but really have time to dig in and think about things. Um, One thing I wanted to mention was we will do live Coaching with Sarah um, on the first Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific. But everything that we do is recorded. And so I saw in the chat, Brooke said she often works on Friday nights, but always watches the recordings. So the recordings are there so that you can watch whenever it works for your family. Um, We've got lots of members who live overseas. And so they watch when it works for them, when it's daylight hours for them. Um, And then the whole collection of all of our past Circle Backs and Circle with Sarah's and Coaching with Sarah's and Masterclasses, those are all available in the Read Aloud Revival library for you to watch or to download. If you have slow internet, you can download the video or the audio so that it works for you. It all sounds so good. Um, <laughs> like it's all so full circle. I yeah. love it when it happens. You guys know that's like one of my, one of my favorite things. Yeah. Um, so let us know in the chat how that sounds to you, like what you're looking most forward to um, when you hear about that. And then in the meantime, um, we can give away a few copies of Teaching from Rest, which Courtney and I were pointing out, we have just a few, <laughs> just a few passages marked. If I put book darts on every page, <laughs> does that diminish their usefulness? I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. It's just the book just weighs you know, six ounces more than it did when I bought it, but okay. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. So while we're getting those winners, oh, two things. Number one, you are entered to win just by being here. We are grabbing names randomly from the participant list. So you don't have to do anything to enter to win. We've got you. We've already got your name. A second, I saw someone, Elizabeth asked, can you explain how the mama book club works? Yes. So we do that in the forum. So our form is pretty awesome. Just going to say <laughs> you, you might think it's so awesome. You want to give up Facebook. It happens all the time. <laughs> um, and in the forum are every week, Courtney will actually, Courtney, you should probably be explaining this since you're the one who sort of leads it, but Courtney will start a conversation about certain chapters. And so you can read it at, at whatever your pace, your own paces, but we'll be discussing the book in the forum as we go. We also have a mama book club guide that, um, we kind of build it like a choose your own adventure thing. So, you know, sometimes in your season of life, you just need to figure out how to make more time for reading because you're out of the habit, right? Sometimes um, you really want to apply whatever you're reading to your, your homeschool or your life. Like you get wisdom from the book. Or sometimes you are trying just to, um, let's see, 
be inspired, like start a reading journal and start copying passages and remember things from a book. So we have sort of a menu of options. Like what are you needing to read for right now at the beginning of the mama book club guide? And then ideas for how to do that as the mama book club guide goes on. So it's sort of a, you get to read for what you need is what we like to say. Yeah. Yeah. And the forum conversations are great. Um, it's a really warm, open, exciting place. Um, I think Ruth Ann might be here and she wasn't in, we weren't talking in a, um, Mama book club thread, we were in the coaching with Sarah thread, but Ruth Ann had questions about the coaching session. She's like, you know, in our family, it works like this. And Sarah said it should work like this. And I don't know how to reconcile the two. And so I asked more questions and I said, what about this? And what about this? And maybe, maybe this just doesn't apply to you. And she answered my questions really thoughtfully. And she said that going through that process of like thinking it through, responding to questions, like she came to a place where she knows even though she's doing something, you know, different than Sarah described in the class, that it's the right thing for her family. And I think that that sort of thing happens all the time in the forum. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That really highlights something that I love so much about our community, which is um, because we all have like that tendency, like a default tendency to like look for an expert to tell us what to do. But the truth is like, no matter, you know, which books you read or which homeschooling conferences you go to or podcasts you listen to or whatever, people can give you insight into, well, you know, this is, these are some things we know about helping kids love to read, for example, but I actually don't know your kids or your family or your dynamic. You do, you're the expert on your own family. So I love that, um, what the forum and the coaching sessions actually offer us as an opportunity to sort of merge those things. Like, okay, taking what we know about whatever topic it is, memory work or reading or whatever, um, reading aloud, and then your own expertise on your own family. How can you apply this? I love that so much. Yeah. Okay. So let's give away books. Yes. Let's do that. <laughs> I've got three winners for teaching from rest. And if I say your name, all you have to do is email us at support at readaloudrevival.com. And I will put that in the chat, but um, support at readaloudrevival.com and tell us your name and address and the book that you won. So for teaching from rest, we're going to send a, co- a copy to Tiffany Hansen and, and to Sheree Tuck and to Cheryl Powell. So please email us so we can get the books out to you. Awesome. And, um, I saw um, Felicia ask if there's an audiobook to teaching from rest. There is. Um, and I narrated it. Um, it's on audible. I think it's five bucks on audible. Um, okay. Let's talk about family book clubs. So, um, in RER premium. So in that coaching session, we were talking about earlier that teaching literature without a curriculum, we talk about this recipe for, uh, doing literature with your kids without a curriculum. And the recipe is reading, discussing and shared experience. We kind of break them all down. The cool thing is we actually build all of our family book clubs in RER premium around those three pillars of reading, discussing, and shared experiences so that you're doing this with your kids. We're like making it really easy, sort of a grab and go way to, way to do a family book club. Um, and what I also love is that, so one of the things that I talk about in that workshop is that 
In the Power of Moments, which is a book by Chip and Dan Heath that I always seem to have close by. It's right over here, but I won't grab it. Um, they talk in there about the way, like, why do we remember what we remember? And one of the things they discuss in there is how to make something stick in your child, in your mind, not sorry, not in your child's mind, but just why do some things stick in our memory? And they talk about how you can help things stick in your memory. And two of the tips they have are to heighten the sensory experience and to make it social. So we are using all that information to like build these family book clubs around reading, discussing, and sharing experiences while heightening sensory experiences and making it social to make it really stick. And, um, and that's, that's basically, that's how we do our family book clubs and we do one every month. I love that. And so one way that we make it social is that at the end of the month, we get to meet the author or the illustrator of the book. And I, yeah, hanging out with authors and illustrators, that's pretty, that's a pretty good social. I'm an introvert and I'm still excited about that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 A lot of authors are too, though. So it works out well. It works I know out. it does. It does. <laughs> Very, you know, nice, calm conversation. Um, Sarah, can we show an example of a family book club real quick for anyone yes. who hasn't seen one before? Yes. Yes. I actually put these on slides. so They'd be easy to show you. I actually pulled, this is one we're doing this month. The hundred year barn. Oh, love this one. This is our July family book club. And so I'll kind of walk you through it really quickly. Just, so you kind of see, this is what you get every month, but this is what you're going to get for all of our, um, Members, this is what you're going to get for every single one of our family book clubs or family book club picks uh, for the fall. So there's uh, how to use this uh, directions for how to use this guide, as well as scheduling ideas for if you want to do your family book club all in one day, like a quick dip. That's what this is up here. Or if you want to spread it out over four weeks, there's plenty to do here. So you could spread it out for four weeks and go. We call it a longer linger, right? Um so again, there's information about the book. You'll get to meet the illustrator and or author. We always have either the author, illustrator, sometimes both um, to meet. So there'll be information about that. And then looking closely, this is the section where we're going to help you. Like we'll pull out the literary devices, artistic devices, so that your kids are learning some things. For example, let's see. On this one, we're talking about short sentences, the use of short sentences mm -hmm. in Patricia's writing, Patricia McLaughlin's writing. Um, I happen to know the art director for this book. So I got to ask her some questions about making it. And she told me, she told us some insider information about how they chose the title type. There's a lot of like little tiny details about how books are made that we get to uncover here in the looking closely section. So what I do is I create a five minute video for you to watch with your kids and, and then um, and that invites you to look at these specific things. And then we have details in the guide. We have, let's talk about it, which is a whole section of, um, sorry, of open-ended questions that you can use to discuss the book with your kids of different ages. Um, and we also have a coaching session on that. So if you're using, if you're using this page and you think like, I don't know if this is working as well as I want it to, there are, there's a couple of different workshops you can take in RER premium to help you. Um, and then we have shared experiences. Again, here's where we're getting sensory and enhancing the sensory experience. There's usually food because we all feed our children 7,000 times a day, right? And so we might as well take one of those times and transform it into something simple, but it's also memorable. And we usually have some non-food um, shared experiences there too. And then we try and tie it into the curriculum. So this month that we were tying it into poetry and art and history, um, that's for the art page, I think. And then we did nature study. We just had a live, uh, Cindy West from No Sweat Nature Study come teach us about surprising barn animals. And then of course we have recommended reading. Ooh, 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 you got to peek. 
that's it. I think, um, I think, did I show you everything about the family in the family book club? Guide? Would you mind going? I don't know if it's too hard to go back to the QR codes. I mean, I'm sure everybody knows what they are, but Kelsey said that those have been a lifesaver so that she can get the con- the content. She can print out the guide, but then she can have links to videos and things like that. So that's been a good addition. And that came straight out of the forum. Somebody asked if we could do it and Sarah Googled it and it turns out we can. <laughs> that is the, that's the story of Reletter Revel right there. Somebody asked in the forum if we could do it and Sarah Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we do everything at Reletter Revel. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay. So as we're talking about family book clubs, remember you're going to get a guide like this for each one. I'm going to go back because so many of you got the peak that yes, here we go. <laughs> Our fall novel is Sweep, the story of a girl and her monster by Jonathan Oxier. I just finished it for the third time yesterday. This is a really good book. (laughs) I mean, it really is. Yeah. (laughs) I, I think that all books are sort of made from other books. You know, the kind of people who write books are the kind of people who love books and love reading. But this book in particular is made of other books. And there are so many references and inside jokes and it is masterful and it is so full of heart and emotion and love and community and connection. And it's written by Jonathan Oxier, who is fabulous. He's a wonderful man. He's so fun. So we're going to be putting this in the call together. You know, every once in a while when we have a guest that like, is just kind of amazing. We just keep having them back because they're so amazing. So yes. Jonathan has come, he's been on the podcast. He's done um, family book clubs for us before. He's done workshops for us before, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, I hope this time I'm going to convince him to do yo-yo tricks. I, he's not just like a little bit of a yo-yo dude, you guys. He goes to yo-yo conventions. Did you know that existed? I did not know that existed. <laughs> He goes to yo-yo conventions and um, I've seen him do some crazy yo-yo stuff. So it's very fun. Um, I think I saw in the chat, somebody asked ages on this one. I tend to recommend this one for about 10 and up. Um, it's a little, on the, it's got some heavier themes in there. It's so well done. But I, I um, if you have like an eight-year-old who's also listening with older kids, that probably is fine. But I don't know if I would read this one to an eight-year-old, if you, know, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, it's one of my, Top five favorite books of all time. Really, truly. I, I love this book so much. Alicia in the chat said that she went to university with Jonathan Oxier. I know. I'm yeah. so jealous. <laughs> yeah. He's coming back on the podcast too. Um, I'm not sure when yet. He just emailed me today and said, we're moving. My life is chaos. I'll get back yeah. to you. So soon, but soon. Good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Speaking of cool connections, I just have to point this out. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. Did you see that Genevieve Hamilton lives near Jan Brett? No. That. Oh, so, can we have our next book club at Genevieve's house? Yeah. <laughs> We're all coming over. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So back on. Let's give away some copies of Sweep. Okay. I've Let's got one it. for Catherine Fitzgerald and for Krista Green and for Jenny Croft. So just send us an email Ooh. at support at readaloudrevival.com and we will send you a book. Woohoo! I need to have, I should have had some like a sound Crowd effect. Noise. Like, <laughs> well, look, the chat, the chat kind of blows up a little it bit. It really so. does. I know. Yeah. As it just starts flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Congratulations. Okay, so sweep, let's keep going. So we do a novel every quarter. So every three months we do a novel, but then we also do a picture book each month. So we've got three picture books coming up in the fall. Let's talk about those. All right. First one up is Bear Has a Story to Tell by Philip and Aaron Stead. Okay, you might know their work if you are familiar with A Sick Day for Amos McGee. Um, that one, I think, won a Caldecott or a Caldecott honor. I can't remember which. Um, I love this okay. story so much. It's a very unique narrative um, structure. <laughs> this is my picture book geek coming out. It's a very unique structure, and we're going to totally dig into it. The art is gorgeous. I think Philip and Aaron are also musicians because they make music. And I'm just oh, going to wow. I don't know. Maybe we'll be able to convince them to make a little music for us when they come. The Family Book Club Guide, like I showed you for the 100-Year Barn, you're going to get one of those for Sweep, and you're going to get one of those for Bear Has a Story to Tell. And that one will be ready September 1st. So when we have a September Family Book Club, um, sometimes there's some confusion about this. So it's like everybody, I'll say this to you, all are on the same page. For our September Family Book Club, they will come toward the, Philip and Aaron will come toward the end of September, but you'll get your Family Book Club Guide on September 1st. So you can get your book ahead of time, then you'll have your Family Book Club Guide right there at the top of the month. Yay. Yeah. All right, let's give away uh, books. Oh, hold on one second. Amanda okay. asked if anyone caught when the Sweep Book Club starts. So our novel, it starts in, you can start reading it in September. It's just the fall novel. So to give you space, because we know you're reading other stuff for school or there's other things that you want to read or, so there's a picture book for each month, but our novel is for the whole season. So you get to choose like when during this season, will it work for me? Jonathan will come, um, I don't remember when. In November. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Toward the end of the season. Right. Cause yeah. you'll have read the book. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Okay. So let's give away books. Bear has a story to tell is going out to Lisa Crookston, Nalani Stumpf and Rebecca Terrell. Congratulations. Yay. <laughs> All right. We're continuing with bears this fall. Next ah! our October oh, picture book. <laughs> <laughs> which is Bear Snores On by Karma Wilson. I am so excited about this one. It's going to be so great, especially for younger kids. Um, so while the older kids are enjoying Jonathan Oxier's novel Sweep, you will have a whole family book club to do um, with your younger kids, uh, your older kids too, but um, especially, you know, for your younger ones, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, I've, I've wanted to talk to Karma Wilson for years. I mean. She is like the queen of a rhyming picture book. I I love how she masters rhyme. I am like a huge fan of our good rhyme. <laughs> so, um, and she, her books are so funny they're, and they become, they become pretty much classics in a lot of yeah. them. Yeah, so, I mean, they're yeah. classics for us, for sure. I mean, yeah. we oftentimes say, we can pop more corn, we can brew more tea. Even, I mean, you know, my youngest is nine and that's yeah. still how we talk about it. So yeah. there will be lots of popcorn and lots of pots of tea. Okay, let's give away a couple of these too. Actually, we can give away a couple of box sets. So I'll show you mine. So my yeah. box set has, cause there's a whole bunch of books in the Bear Snores On. So this is like Bear Snores On, uh, Bear Wants More and Bear's New Friend. And I will say these are for the younger set. So if you've got all older kids, you're probably not gonna wanna do this family book club uh, unless you're a huge Cummer Wilson. Like unless these are books that your kids remember and then they probably do wanna meet her. Um, but if not, you'll be busy doing sweep anyway. And then the younger kids will have these. These are um, a, a set of board books that are nice and sturdy. Yay. So All right. our winners 
for Bear Snores On box set, Allie Hanneman, Becky Anderson, and Sharon Kristoff. Woohoo! Congrats. Yes. Congratulations. And I will put put the um, email address where you can email us your, the book that you won and your name and address, and we'll get the book out for you. Perfect. And yes, I just saw Kathy asked if she has to do anything to be entered to win. No, just by being here, we're using the um, participants list. So if you're here, you're entered. Okay. November book club. Another one I'm excited about it. um, This is a visit to William Blake's Inn by Nancy Willard and illustrated by um, Alice and Martin Provinson, who we are huge fans of here yeah. <laughs> at yeah. Real Love Revival. Um, and this book ties in really beautifully with Sweet by Jonathan Oxier. So it's going to be another one of those like full circle experiences, which like I said, I, I nerded out about earlier. I love it when thing, when a plan comes together. <laughs> yeah. Desiree said she's never seen this book and it's, it's an older book. Obviously it's, oh. it's by, illustrated by the province. And so it's, it's from a while ago, but it's so good. Um, today I was looking at the title page. So it is a um, book of poems about the poet, William Blake. So these are not Blake's poems. It's not a book of illustrations of Blake's poems. Right. It's, um, sort of more about his life and uh, 19th century uh, London. But look at this uh, title page. Over here, I spied. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you up for page. a second. Oh. So it's this beautiful picture of, um, of London, 19th century London. And over here is the matchstick that figures prominently yeah. in sweep. Yeah. Here it is. So there, there are so many little treasures to find in this book. That's to mention the Provinces are the best at drawing cats. The well, that's the thing. My kids know all of their cats from the Friends of Maple Hill Farm. And so they they know these cats' names, actually. Yes. Yeah. The There's all kinds of references to cats in here. Um, yeah. Something about the luggage starting to purr. Like, oh, it's just. <laughs> it's so fun. Oh, yeah. and, and, the, and the king cat orders breakfast and wants a nine mouse stew. <laughs> and oh, it's just good. It's good. It's uh, so much fun. Yeah, the Provinces are so good. I love them. Yeah. Hmm. So, leave it to Kara. She'll always find the cats. Oh. <laughs> it's what I do. It's what you do. Um, I love it. It might be the only thing I do. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, it's, you know, we've talked about before how when um, our books, talk to each other, you know, um, and that they can, um, it's, it's really nice when we have something like where we're reading sweet, but then we're also reading something like this. Um, if we have lots of ages in our family, or if we just different things appeal to different people, maybe you have a kid who loves right. poetry, maybe you have a kid who loves, you know, Jonathan Oxier's work. And then but we can all get together at dinner time or lunch time or whenever, and we all have something to share and contribute. And so it's just, it's just a fun way to learn together. It doesn't even really feel like learning. It just feels like yeah. talking about books yeah. and what's better than that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. We should give away, um, we should give away some of Williams Blake's in, which by the way, we don't have, the Provinsons coming because they've passed away. So in case that's not clear, Alice and Martin Provinson 
award-winning illustrator and author of William Blakeson, Married Couple, they um, they passed away, but the book ties in so well to Sweep. This is when we'll have Jonathan Oxier come talk about Sweep and um, we'll make sure, I don't know if he has a copy of this book, we'll make sure he has a copy of William Blakeson before then so then he can yeah. delight in all the different pieces of it, yeah. And I bet he knows even more than I could pick out from- I bet he does. The little pieces. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so let's give away three copies of A Visit to William Blake's Inn, going to Karen Fuller and Suzanne Faust and Sherry Adams. So just send us an email at support at readaloudrevival.com and we will send you a book. Perfect. Okay, so now that you've heard, these are the books we're reading this fall. Teaching from Rest, Sweep, Bear Has a Story to Tell, Bear Snores On, and A Visit to William Blake's Inn. So tell us in the chat, I want to know which one you're most, like just pick one that you're most excited about. I'm super curious. I always love to see what people are most excited about. Mm-hmm. Just one. Yes. Yeah, just one. Oh, I'm seeing. Oh, sweet. Sweet, 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 sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. From rest. Yeah. So you've good. been talking about sweet for so long, Sarah. Yeah. And Courtney, I didn't know you were such a huge fan too. Your third read. So yeah, I read it once when it first came out um, and then knew I needed to read it aloud to my kids. So I read it first by myself because, you know, of the, the warnings about ages. And so my youngest was seven at that time. Um, and so I read it by myself and then knew immediately that we could read it. And so I read it aloud to my seven and my 11 year old and my 13 year old. Um, and then I just reread it again. My, my nine-year-old has it on the Kindle and he like sort of is always, you know, if he needs something to read, he's going back to sweep. And I was talking to him. I said like, oh, did you see who the epigraph is from in, in sweep? And I made a mistake. I said, it's, it's Mary, it's Mary, um, it's Mary Shelley. Yes. And he goes, no, no, no. It's Mary Wollstonecraft, Mary Shelley's mom. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's Mary Shelley. You know, it's a monster. She wrote Frankenstein. It's Mary Shelley. He's like, no, it's, it's Mary Wollstonecraft. Okay. Yeah. It's Mary Wollstonecraft. (laughs) He's never going to le- let you live that one down. No, I which bet. is super cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can get Mary Wollstonecraft into your books, you're, you're on the right track. Yeah. 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 I love this. There's lots of love for all of the books. I know, yeah, which is good. That means it's a good, well-rounded kind of situation. And we said that this was a feast, right? Nice full menu. So remember you don't need to do it all. Um, and actually let, this is a good lineup to articulate that because if you, like I said, if you have somebody asked earlier, how often do you do the picture book book clubs with your older kids? I think it totally depends. I do most picture book. I read picture books with my teenagers all the way till I leave. I might not do the bitter snores on one with my 17 year old son, but I might've with my oldest daughter when she was 17, Uh because she's different than he is. So it's totally up to you. Yeah. Yeah. We should talk about wow writers on writing workshops. Yes, I just it just popped up in the chat. Some people are excited. Okay. I'm gonna pull so, up my screen here. Wow is writers on writing in August. We're still we're still um waiting to do our yeah. summertime wow workshop, and that is with Ben Hatkey. Um, and he draws along as he's talking. Um, let's see, what's it called? Um, the three keys of visual storytelling. I just put it up on screen. And so look at that, that picture is from the video. So you get to see him drawing. I mean, how 
often do you get to draw with Ben Hatke? Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. It's amazing. When he, so we were recording this workshop and when he started and he pulls out pieces of paper and a Sharpie and he moves the camera. So it's on his hands and then draws while he teaches. I was like, are you kidding me? It was awesome. It was so yeah. awesome. If you have kids who like graphic novels, who like yeah. comics, they're going to love this workshop. I'm trying to remember what ages we said this one was best for. Do either of you remember? I think eight and up just because, um, you might, they might, littler kids might get frustrated, but we always say that if younger kids have somebody there to either transcribe for them, if they're writing or to just help them through the drawing to maybe draw next to them and make mistakes with them, that that can, it can work for younger kids too. There's nothing that's inappropriate or anything like that, but we just want your kids to be successful. And Gabby's saying, can adults take the hacky class? Asking um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll tell you guys, um, Laura Martin, who is a middle grade author. I'm always recommending her books. The, um, uh, coat, what's it called? The arc something. I can't think of it either. Yeah. What left my brain. Oh my goodness. That's really funny. Code for, code for extinction. Code of extinction. Edge of extinction. Edge of extinction. Edge of extinction. I'm like, wow. I'm so sorry, Laura. If you happen to be here, I'm so embarrassed that I cannot remember that. Um, and she wrote glitch, which is just yeah. Absolutely fabulous. Ooh, that might be a good family book club in the future. Anyway, <laughs> um, she told me that she likes watching WoW for as a adult published author, like that she learns so much from them. So, and I do every time we do one, I feel like I learn stuff. Um, so yeah, Ben Hackey's is phenomenal. And then this fall, Julie Berry's coming back. She's the author of Lovely War that we read as a mama book club sometime back. She's written picture books, middle grade novels and YA novels. And she is going to teach a workshop on generating story ideas. And wow. this is not just like, okay, this is something that you could do. This is actually the process that Julie uses to come up with story ideas. And she tells you about one of her stories and how it came to be through this process and then takes you step-by-step step through it. Wow. It's so good. I'm so excited about this one. So this one is coming up this fall. And I think if I remember correctly, we were guessing on this one from um, eight and up as well. I think it might've been 10 and up. Um, I think it's a little I, bit higher. Yeah. get a little higher. Okay. That, that sounds right. Um, and again, younger kids who are like watching it and able to yeah. take bits and pieces great. Um, yeah. So yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer says that she loved lovely war and is really looking forward to this workshop for her kids. Of course. <laughs> her kids. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Okay. So that's the lineup. That's what we're doing. And then, you know, I will tell you right now, we, are working, we will also have a Christmas school. So that is something we do in December. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take this down so that I can see you all nice and big. Um, Christmas school is something we do in December where it's basically like these kind of family book clubs. We do usually four Christmas picture books, one a week so far, they've all been based on Tommy DePaula's work because he's written, he's, he's written a Christmas feast really. Um, and there, a lot of our members do it instead of doing traditional school in December because it covers a lot of curricular curricular subjects. Um, and it's very, very fun. We read a book and then there's open-ended questions and there's usually a craft and other ways to tie it into the curriculum. So anyway, you'll get all the details on that. All members get everything Christmas school that's coming in December. And so 
that will be fun. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> it makes for a, a really special advent so that I, I really feels like when Christmas comes, we're ready after being, after doing Christmas school. So good. Yeah. 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 So good. Okay. So as soon as we're done here, members, you're going to be getting an email um, with the printable calendar so that you can put up, oh, I was going to meant to print one out so I could show it to you. Um, I know I have one somewhere around here, but that's right. It, it's just one that you can put up on your fridge um, to remind you of when things are happening. So, and it'll have all the uh, book lists there. So you, you can order your books and get those all ahead of time. Um, and then everybody else, if you're interested in that printable calendar, I'll send it to you next week. Um, before we go though, we probably have like, maybe five or 10 minutes to just tackle a couple of questions that have come in. So do we have some questions that we could answer? We do. We do. Do you want to go grab the artwork by Breezy? Yes, I almost forgot. Yeah, yeah, I'll be right back. Um, I'm going to ask this question actually um, for the chat. Um, Someone asked, um, they don't homeschool anymore. Their kids go to a classical school. And they were wondering if teaching from rest might be a help to them. What do you guys say in the chat? Do you think that teaching from rest is helpful even if you're not still homeschooling? I think it probably is. I mean, I think the there may be bits and pieces that, that are less applicable if your kids go to school, but I think the lessons are deep lessons um, that sort of trickle out into our whole lives. That's a great question for the forum and, or for, for, for the chat, <laughs> I got ahead of myself. I was thinking that's a great question for the chat. And that's also one of the best things about the forum is that when you have a question about a book, you can ask there and you can get all the thoughts of all the women who are in that lovely supportive community. I can't get over how, um, you know, social media sometimes can really drag you down and we don't have that in our forum. We just have people who lift each other up. It's so wonderful. So um, that's another great thing about premium. And what's everybody saying, Court? Well, I'm <laughs> going gonna, gonna to make myself big on the screen here for a second. Can you see me, okay. you see me big, right? Yes. All right. Here's one piece. This, okay. So this it's got tissue on it because we were protecting them at this. Can you hear me? Actually, I forgot. Yes, I you mic. sound great. Okay. So whoop, let's go this way. Oh, wow. See how big it is? Like it's this is my hand right here. Beautiful. So I these are, these are original watercolors for, in case anybody came late for a little more beautiful, the story of a garden, which is our first picture book that we're publishing. And um, look at the, let's see if I can get up close. Some of the detail here is like in this night sky and stuff. Is so I was just going to say the moonlight is so lovely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Angela's asking when the picture book comes out. Okay. So we're accepting pre-orders August 10th. That's when pre-orders start. And we're actually doing it on Kickstarter. So there's a bunch of fun, fun Kickstarter-y prizes, rewards you'll get. That ends September 1st. You can still pre-order the book, but all the fun prize type things uh, like book bags and prints and postcards and things. Those are at the Kickstarter. The book actually ships February, 2023, which I know is a really long time from now. <laughs> I had no idea. It's so funny. When we started, um, when we decided we're going to launch into this publishing imprint, I was like, we'll be able to do this so much faster than traditional publishers because we're small. So we're limber and we can, no, it's just, everything takes a hundred years. Uh, it's yeah. 
So we've actually been working on this book. Well, let's just say from the time I hired Breezy to illustrate and that we like, we got it under contract and we started working on the books. This is well after I've written the book. We've been working on it for almost two years now. And yeah, it's just a really, there is a huge project. Okay, let me show you another one. Hang on. Um, I'm going to ask you a question while you do that. Is that okay, Sarah? Yeah, yeah. So um, Samantha asks, can you tell us about the name of Waxwing? What, is it a reference to something? Is it Icarus? Just curious. I wish I had a really smart answer for you. <laughs> I was just like, my, I'm like, I know, can I use that? Can I like- I know, that's really good. Yeah, I might have to look that up and use it. It's just my favorite bird. I love wax wings outside my bedroom window at home. We have a, um, oh, no, I can't think of what the name of the tree is called either. Um, it's got like these red berries in the winter and these beautiful flowers in the spring. And a whole flock of wax wings comes every February, like clockwork, and eats all the berries. And I just love them so much. And so that's it. it they're just my favorite bird. Yay. Um, I did want to pick a bird as sort of a nod to Tommy DePaula because his- <gasps> His own um, illustration empire was called White Bird. And so, yeah. And so there, there's a nod there. I definitely wanted it to be a bird. Oh, wow. Okay, here's another one. Oh, sorry. I got to go back. Oh, wow. I'll get close so you can kind of see. Uh, somebody said, why is Breezy familiar to me? Is she a homeschooler? She on Instagram, she's breezy tulip. She was homeschooled herself. She's young and, um, very inspiring. And her art is just gorgeous. As you can see, <laughs> like truly I'm yeah. Anyway, it has been so fun to work with her. We actually, um, I'll give you a few more details since we're talking about, it. we actually have four books in the works. This is the first, the second book is, um, close behind it as far as being ready. Um, but, and then, yeah. And then we have a picture book biography about Barbara Cooney and a picture book biography about Robert McCloskey, five books. Sorry, we have five. So anyway, they're in the works. And so it's very exciting. This is just the first one, but everything is in like process at various stages. Like if you imagine a pipeline, every book <laughs> is, um, at different stages of the pipeline. So uh, let's see. Yeah. Yes. Danielle breezy did Audrey bunny. She did the illustrations for Audrey bunny books. Yes. Okay. We have a few questions. If we still have time. Um, one of them, I just accidentally deleted and I feel terrible about it. So <laughs> the question was, what were the, sum what was the summer novel? And those are the books, um, by Patricia McLaughlin. And if you join, you'll still have access to those. Um, yeah. And I'm so sorry. We read, um, we read Sarah. Well, actually, we had a Patricia McLaughlin summer. We are having, I shouldn't say had, we are yes. having one. It is very early in the summer yet. Um, and we are reading books, novels, and picture books um, written by Patricia McLaughlin. So the Sarah Plain and Tall series, which um, are so good and they're very short. I love a good short book, but also <laughs> Patricia's uh, writing style is very poetic and lyrical. So I'm just amazed as like a reader, what she can accomplish in 800, you know, or, sorry, in 8,000 words in like a very short novel compared to like, you know, novels that we expect, you know, 
which is amazing. This is amazing too. I'm not saying that anyway. So it's fabulous. And then, um, she's also written several picture books. So the hundred year barn, which was the example I showed you for the family book club and two other picture books. And we're having the illustrators come. So all the family book clubs are all Patricia, which is really cool. Yeah. So you kind of see the books talking to each other. Yeah. 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 Okay. Can you explain what the family book club day is on the calendar each month? I'm wondering if it has to do with the timing of when to start reading or if it's just a suggested day to do an experience. I'm a premium member and we joined last December and we are loving it. Yay. That's from Martinique. Thank you, Martinique. Yeah. Um, Cora, would you mind answering that one while I pull it up so I can show the calendar? So we added that date, not um, because anything is happening on that day necessarily, but we just wanted to give you a placeholder so that you could put it on the calendar because sometimes at my house, if it can happen anytime, we've got all month, I can kind of like get a little ahead of myself and then it happens no time. And so we we placed that there. It's usually on the weekend. So in case everyone in the family has, you know, a little bit more flexibility on the weekends, it's so it's usually the weekend before we're going to meet the author or illustrator. And it's a time that you can, like I said, you can put it on your calendar as, hey, Let's make sure to make the cookies that go along with that are from the family book club guide, or let's make dinner and then we can take pictures and put them in our scrapbook and it'll be this, you know, it will really cement our experience together of, of reading. So it's not anything that you have to do. Yeah. We hope that it's a help for you. So let me show you what she means in case you're like, what is she talking about? So this is a good, you're, this is the printable calendar that you'll get soon. Uh, this is September's. And again, we're putting QR codes on everything because our members tell us that this is like super helpful. So if you were to scan this code, a member would have, has members have access to a, our online calendar that has like the zoom link and all the details, the family book club guide downloads there. So that, you know, if you're looking at this on your fridge and you're like, oh my goodness, we have a thing tomorrow I want to do. You can just (laughs) scan it and get right to everything you need. Anyway, so you've got your a book that we're reading this month. And then here you can see sort of a, um, the different active, the act, different things that are happening. She's talking about suggested family book club day. So that's here. It's usually toward the end of the month on a Saturday and it's before the author or illustrator visits. And like court said, it's a placeholder. We're just reminding you if you haven't done your family book club, this might be a good day to do it. Everything is a suggestion in RAR Premium. We're never telling you what to do, but just giving you some suggestions for what might work. And like Court said, if it's not on the calendar for a lot of us, it just doesn't doesn't get done. So our members told us it is really helpful when something is on the calendar or else I forget to do it. So we made it a spot on the calendar. Yay. Okay, we have two sweep questions I wanted to ask. Um, One is, is there a good Audible version? I'm listening to it right now. I would say yes. What do you guys think? Do you know, I haven't listened to the audible version yet. It's on my phone okay. to listen to. So yeah. Who narrates it? Do you know offhand or? I don't. It's a woman with a very lovely British voice. <laughs> People in the it. chat said that the audiobook is fabulous. So that's good. Good. Okay. Perfect. Sarah right, Coombs. Then- I'm not familiar though. So, okay. And then the next one was, can you just share a little bit about when you say that there's um, some slightly heavier topics or topics for older kids and sweep, can you just give everybody kind of a little peek at what that might be so they can decide whether they want to preview and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll mention a couple, but court, you probably read it more recently than I have. So if you think of anything else that yeah. I forget, I mean, the, one of the main, the main character is 
a young girl who is a chimney sweep. And you learn very quickly in this book that chimney sweeps are not like Bert from Mary Poppins, where they're like dancing on the rooftops and they're grown men. But actually, historically, chimney sweeps were children, usually orphans, who were made to do this really dangerous work because they were small, like young children, like small children, because they were small enough that they could get into the chimneys and they didn't have families to protect them. So they, this is how that worked. So that is probably the thing that comes to mind for me first. Mm -hmm. There's also some grief. The book is about grief. I mean, I think that that's a main underlying thing there. Courtney, am I messing that up or what do you think? That's, that's perfect. I think that's a great example. Um, when I first heard, when the book first came out and Jonathan Oxier talked about it, he scared me off from reading it. I was like, Oh no, um, hurt little children and grief. Like I, there's no way I want to read this book. Yeah. And I'm on my third time through. So it's, um, yeah, you know, you know yourself, you know, if, if now is not the right time, but, um, it, it's a, it's a beautiful book. You know, the other thing is that it, it's such, like I said, this isn't one of my top five books ever, like for me. <laughs> so you could also just start listening to the audiobook or reading the book yourself yep. and then just see what, what you, yeah. And then you can, um, you can decide later on if it's something you want to listen to with your kids or not. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if I have any Oh no. I'm like, where are all my book darts? It's because this is not the copy that I read when I book darted. I read another copy. That's a home that anyway, this is a different copy. So one that does not, I wanted to get one that had a jacket because my one other one doesn't have a jacket (laughs) because the jackets go somewhere to die. Okay. And also any novel that has printed end papers is winning. So, (laughs) and he did those, right? I think he did. Yes. I think he did. I think he did illustrate them here. I'll hold them up a little bit. Because <laughs> when he comes and he does live events for us, he draws and does. Yeah, he does. And so, I mean, the publisher, the, it's for eight to 12. So I always tend to, when I give a recommendation, I always tend to age up a little bit. And I do that just because I know that as a mom, I would rather have my kids read something a little later than too early, you know, like before they were ready. But you can pretty comfortably when I say 10, if you've got either like a precocious child or a child who's ready to read, you know, is already reading middle grade stuff, then they're probably just fine reading it. Um, Yeah, I'm almost always just ticking it up a little bit from what the publisher recommends, sometimes a lot. (laughs) <laughs> but usually just a little. <laughs> um, this is a really beautiful point. Someone said in the chat, grief is a really important topic for children to talk about when your family is not grieving so that we can share how this part of life is a part of us. And they're really, I mean, Jonathan Ogsier is a trustworthy guide for that. I mean, it's so it's important work and this is a good way to do it. Yeah. Patrina says sweep has really sad thing themes, but it's also a story of hope, yeah. friendship, sacrifice, coming of age, growth, social change, yeah. personal responsibility. There's yeah. so much here. And he leaves you with hope. I mean, there yeah. is not, there's no part of you at the end that feels like, I can't believe I live in this world. You feel like, I can't believe I live in this world. That's how you feel at the end. Yeah. 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 Okay. Can we squeeze in two more questions? Do you think? Sure. All right. Okay. So um, Hannah asks, could the wow stand as a writing curriculum? Um, uh, let me say we don't do structured writing every day per se. Would this be a good way to get into that? Okay. It depends on how old your kids are. 
Um, so first let me tell you what I do in my home for writing. So with under 12s, all we do is handwriting and then some copy work. I don't do any like original writing with my under 12 year olds. Um, I don't do any composition or anything like that. We read, we read aloud, and then they do handwriting and copy work. And then usually we'll start with something like IEW. That's usually what I use um, around age 12 or sixth grade ish. Uh, we have a lot of families in premium who use IEW and use our wow as like a change of pace. So they might just schedule, let's say, they do uh, three weeks of IEW and then the fourth week they'll dip into the wow instead, or, you know, or they'll go back in every Friday and they'll go back through. Cause we have quite a few of them banked in the library there that you could go watch and you have access to all the materials and everything. So they might use Friday or a certain day in a season or something. Um, so that happens a lot. I don't know that I would use wow as a standalone writing curriculum for an over 12 year old, because we're not teaching you th them things like essay structure and things like that. So I would probably use it to enhance for older kids, but for under 12s, yes. I mean, give them some copy work and some, some of the wow. Now, now saying that several of the wows are for older kids. We usually have age recommendations. So you can see them on there, but a couple of them are for older kids. And then some of them are for wider age ranges. We have a lot of poetry ones that you could use with a lot of different ages. So I don't know. Does that help? Does that answer the question? Yeah. Sarah in the chat said that she does use, um, wow for her writing curriculum for her eighth grader. So, Oh, excellent. Okay. So there are definitely, and especially if you're not doing something right now, I think yeah. this would be a great first step. Well, that's it. And actually I should ask Sarah. So Sarah, tell me this, tell us this, if, if you can, in the chat, um, because usually in the wows, we're offering some suggestions for like, you could do this workshop. You could just watch the workshop and then do it activity. But then we have lots of extension ways for you to keep practicing. And that's something that I was frustrated with as a student. And I still am a little bit, you know, we have like this information where like a, like fire hose coming at us, but we don't have the time to like stretch out and just practice what we just learned, like implement. It's kind of like listening to podcasts, right? We listen to podcasts and then we know all the things we should be doing, but we haven't like taken the time to just like, make them come to life for us. So in the same way with writing, I feel like the wow writers on writing workshops, because there's one a season, we're trying to give you time to really, and we give you the ideas for what to do to stretch it out. So Sarah says that her daughter likes to apply the skill in different ways. So that's really, that's good to hear yeah. that in the guide, there's lots of different, different ways that it can work. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I'm thinking about like the equation poems by Laura Purdy Salas, yeah. which teaches a method. And then you continue to use that method right. and look for those kinds of things as you're continuing to read. Um, okay. And one then, more, sorry, before you ask me the next one, one yeah. more thing thought is that it, I think it could certainly work too, to fulfill like all the creative writing pieces. Um, the one thing that strikes that comes out to me, probably just because my oldest daughter, Audrey was talking about writing essays in the podcast. She was with, we haven't done that yet, at least. Um, I'm not sure if we'd get any of our authors super excited about coming to teach essay <laughs> writing. <laughs> that might be a little hard, bit of a hard sell. Um, but if like, that's another piece that you can think about if you are like, wow, this really covers everything except essays. You don't necessarily, this is like, this is works for across the curriculum, right? You don't necessarily need to go. I have to pick a whole other comprehensive writing curriculum. You could just go, okay, I'm going to go to IEW or wherever to learn essays once they're in eighth or ninth grade or whatever. And then we're going to use this other thing for, you know, you, you can kind of mix and match that way. 
Okay. And then the last question is lots of people asking about the Kickstarter, learning more about Waxwing, learning more about a little more beautiful. Can you just share some information for people who are looking for how to get um, people don't want to miss <laughs> the Kickstarter. It sounds like <laughs> lots of excitement. So okay. um, how can they be sure to be notified when that opens up? So they can Okay. So if you got an email from me, which I bet you did, if you're here, <laughs> you're probably going to get an email from me with a lot of exclamation points. Cause I'll be very excited that when we open up pre-orders, I will tell you, we did announce it a little early because I know if your inbox looks like my inbox, I miss stuff. Right. And I didn't want anybody to miss it who really wanted to see it. The Kickstarter starts August 10th. So starting August 10th, you're going to be able to pre-order the book and get some, um, I'll pull it up really quick and get some really fun. Um, maybe I'm, I will. I'm, I'm, well, I'm just, there's something that people have been asking for for so long and I'm just dying if you can bring it up. Oh, yes. The chat's going to chat. Banana. <laughs> It's already there. Yeah, the book bag. Sorry, my um bag. Yes, it's the bag. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> See if I can maybe I can bring it up. Why are we having a hard time? Here we go. Okay. You can see this, right? Yes. Yes. Sure. All right. So when this is how I don't know if you've backed something on Kickstarter before. I'll tell you how it kind of works. Basically, what you're doing is pre-ordering the book. And, um, that is really helpful to us. The only reason we're doing this Kickstarter ahead of time this early is because we have no idea how many copies to print. We are, we're literally like pulling numbers out of the sky and we thought maybe we should just make sure we know so that everybody who wants one can get one. Right. So, so we're, that's why we're doing the Kickstarter. And so you'll pre-order the book and then, um, every book will come with a family book club guide, just like the one I showed you for a hundred year burn. Uh, we've already been working on it, as you can see. Uh, and then here's the book bag. We used to, for those of you who are not aware, <laughs> we used to sell read a lot of revival book bags and they were pretty hot to trot. Everybody loved them. When I go to conferences, people try and steal mine. <laughs> and, um, we stopped for a while, but we're bringing them back with this, uh, pretty design that is, that plays off of the, the books I've seen. Um, I see requests for mugs. Cause we also used to do mugs in the chat. At the moment, we can't do mugs. Logistically, we've tried. We gave it a really good college try, but we just couldn't, we couldn't logistically pull it off. So for now, we're not doing mugs, but never say never. <laughs> um, maybe I'll Google it and that's how things work, right? <laughs> okay, this is so fun. Courtney is the one who found this, but we are able to give you like um, seed packets with lupin seeds, just like Miss Rumpius planted. And you'll find in that Lou Alice plants as well in a little more beautiful um, with Breezy's art, which is really fun. And then speaking of Breezy's art, there'll be this art print, there's a postcard set, all that good stuff. So you'll get to pick um, the way Kickstarter works is you'll get to pick what you want with your book, or if you just want the book. Um, and then that's August. Again, that starts August 10th. And if you are in the Read Aloud Revival universe, I promise you will not miss it. I will let you know. <laughs> yeah. And you can also text Waxwing to 33777. Yes. Make sure you get those emails. Yeah. So. Actually, thank you for remembering that, Kara, because yes, you're on the email list. If you're here, then I'm emailing you probably. But if you text Waxwing, all one word, Waxwing to the number 33777, I will send you one text. I promise I will not send more. I keep getting these spammy texts that are making me crazy. I want to throw my phone out the window. I will send you a text. Um, 
the day that pre-orders open. So if you happen to not be checking your email or hiding from your email, not that I've ever done that before, um, you'll get a text that just says, hey, pre-orders are open so that you don't miss it. Yeah. Fabulous. So good. Okay. Well, I think... Oh, one more time. The number somebody asked. Waxwing. I'm going to put it in the chat. 233777. There we go. Okay. Sorry. Perfect. Um, Let's see. We... I, I think we're probably... Oh, yeah. We're quite over time. So I think we'll wrap <laughs> up here. <laughs> well, we are like really looking forward to the next several months with you. Thank yeah. you so much for coming. Members, watch for that email. It's probably going to... I've already scheduled it. So it's going to land in your inbox in about five minutes. Um, and that will have your printable calendar. And anybody who's here who is not a member yet, but is like, I want in on this, go to rarpremium.com. And I just want you to know this too. There is no rush. So we get a lot of questions that are like, when do I have to join by before you close membership? We don't close membership. We know that you sometimes need to dip in and out, that you're in different seasons, um, that sometimes you have more energy and other times you don't, and that sometimes you see your emails and other times you don't. And so we just leave it open. There is no rush. There is no pressure. We are here when you are ready to join us. And we just absolutely love reading with you. <laughs> really fun, right? I especially loved reading through the chat while the event was happening because you could see what everyone was saying about RAR Premium. For example, Katie Visaggio said, RAR Premium is the best place to be online. Best was all in caps there. <laughs> Carissa wrote, I've been in RER Premium for two years now. That and my co-op are the best dollars I spend in my homeschool. Uh, Kristen also said best money I spend. Meredith Daniel said, I am here to say that I love RER Premium. That's love with a lot of O's. <laughs> and she says, I am a tightwad. It is beyond worth the money. Sarah Martin Wentz said, Premium is the best homeschool purchase I make for myself and my kids benefit too. So, I am not alone when I tell you RER Premium really is in a league of its own. It is a fabulous place online. If you are a homeschooling parent, especially if you're a homeschooling mom and you are wanting your kids to fall in love with books and you are wanting to love your homeschooling life, then RER Premium is the place to be. Head over to RERpremium.com to join us. We've got a lot of fabulous things right around the bend like that. Um, that Ben Hatke Wow Writers on Writing is happening in August. We've got another Patricia McLaughlin book coming up in August. Really good stuff. And then you'll be all set to go when it's, when it's uh, time for our fall events. And you get to join us right away when you become a member. And then you also have access to everything we've done before, which is just great. All right. Well, I will be back soon with our regularly scheduled podcasts. <laughs> have a great week, everybody. And go make meaningful and lasting connections with your kids through books. Are you still here? Okay, well, I am too. And I wanted to check to see if you've had a chance to download the samples from RAR Premium yet. RAR Premium is committed to helping you become the peaceful, happy mom you're called to be so that your kids know deep in their bones that you just love homeschooling them and also so that they can become lifelong voracious readers. Get a free sample of RAR Premium by going to readaloudrevival.com slash sample or by texting the word RAR sample like it's one word all squished together 
<laughs> to the number 33777.